Today's episode is brought to you by the She Leads Podcast Network, the first network for women by women. Visit SheLeadsPodcast.com to learn more today. Welcome to the Creative Visionaries Podcast. My name is Tori Barker, a digital marketing specialist, business owner, mom, and you guessed it, a creative visionary. This podcast is about inspiring business owners, building connections, sharing success stories, and motivating others. Join me on this journey as we tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Creative Visionaries podcast. Today, I have our guest, Pat Alva Craker. She's the owner of Majestic Coaching Group. And Pat is an award-winning business consultant, a trainer, speaker, human design business expert, real estate private lender, and a philanthropist. Anything else I missed, Pat? (laughs) (laughs) And if it's not fun, we don't do it. Yes. (laughs) How are you doing today? I am doing great. It's great to be here with you, Tori. I love love the audience and the fact that you want to make a difference with entrepreneurs. And uh, that's where our common thread and our hearts are shared. Absolutely. Tell us how you got to to where you are today. You know, I um, when I was a kid, my favorite game was playing business. So at the age of four or five, you know, my favorite toy outside of the Susie Bake Oven was a cash <laughs> register. And my dad was uh, an industrial salesman. And so he had, uh, he would bring home invoices and catalogs of paint, et cetera. So my sister and I, we opened our own little business and I would sell paints to my sister. I would ring them up on my cash register and our neighbor, Gussie, was our boss. And so anytime I made a sale, I'd take it to Gussie, he'd approve it, then my sister would come in and she'd buy the paint. And so we would play office every day. And I didn't realize how much I really love the art of doing business. So it's been in me um, ever since I was a kid. And um, I went into corporate America uh, after that and worked with IBM and Lockheed Martin. And I decided to, you know, stand, uh, stand in my power and actually go into entrepreneurship because I just loved the art of it. Yeah, I ended up marrying a man whose family were all entrepreneurs. So it, it made it easy. You know, we were in the remodeling, we were in the bail bond business, we were, he and I had uh, an animal, uh, exotic animal ranch, and we used to raise 400 animals at any given time. And uh, that was an experience. And so from there, it just led to, um, you know, I'm going to coach and uh, and I'm going to coach women. Why? Because I got pissed off when I was working in corporate, when I didn't see any of the women, they didn't have a seat at the table. Yeah. And they really got me mad. And I'm like, how, this isn't fair. Yeah. So I said, what am, how can I affect this? So I just started, you know, bringing women together and I said, okay, how are we going to help each other go up, you know, go up the ladder? You know, what can I do for you? You know, I'm good at putting together resumes. I'm good at an interviewing. I'm good at blah, blah, blah. And yeah. so just mentoring just fell on me. I love that. And I just started mentoring uh, women, enter, women uh, engineers uh, and women in IT uh, and helping them get, you know, go up the ladder. And, um, and I have stayed with that. 
all this time because it's it's a gift the mentoring aspect and being able to see the potential in others and picking up on what they're not saying just help me you know position myself to not only pro, uh, help professionals but then the business side of it because I loved I love the business aspect of it and yeah. um, and so that's how I got into the business part of that for sure and um, you and I know Tori that we like to burn the candles at both ends. <laughs> Women are all, are at the bottom of the list. And I had a big awakening because I was at the bottom of my, of my own personal list yeah. uh, to the point that uh, as an overgiver, I ended up with breast cancer. Oh, wow. And I studied what is it behind the emotion and the environment of, uh, of, of breast cancer. And that's when... Uh, I uh, learned about Louise Hay and she said, breast cancer is all about overgiving. And I'm like, whoa. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. And of Ugh. course I grew up with my mother and my aunts all being overgivers. And um, so it was an awakening and, uh, and I said, I need to pivot and I'm going to lead myself and heal myself from breast cancer. Uh-huh. They always say that, you know, stress is such a, a, uh, high, uh, potential for, you know, cancers and that sort of thing. And overgiving, I never, I've never heard that about breast cancer, but that is very interesting and, and kind of almost makes sense, you know, in a certain way, you know, women and, and mothers and that, you know, it is, yeah, it's very interesting. And, and, you know, we, as women, you know, there's one thing about entrepreneurs, we all kind of have this this sort of let's help each other, we're in this together, but there's a slightly different sort of dynamic when it comes to women, right? Like us women are like, I'm going to help you, you know, we're women, we're in this together. And it's like, how can we lift each other up? How can we pull each other up and help mm -hmm. each other succeed? And, and that's one of the things I love about, you know, my, my friends and, and colleagues who are, you know, also business owners who are women is like, we kind of have that special little, you know, I got you girl. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, and that is so important because what I have learned in coaching uh, women, whether they're executives or whether they're uh, successful entrepreneurs like you, Tori, is that we're lonely. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. We're I was lonely, just talking to somebody need, today about that. We, we need to talk to somebody. <laughs> Look at what happened to me. Oh, my God. You know, have, and, and being in that safe space where you're not judged. Mm -hmm. Because when you're climbing up the ladder in corporate, you're very, very cautious because sometimes you're one of the few women that are up there. You don't want to make mistakes. You want everything to be perfect. You don't want to let anybody know that you failed, yeah. you know, and so you just enclose yourself in this to, in this little space and you don't open up to the support that, that uh, you really need. Yeah. Or even you don't want to show emotion, right? Like as women yeah. growing or, or, you know, moving up the ladder, it's you have to be strong. You have to have this certain, you know, uh, you know, presence. And if you're emotional, that's not good. You know, that's, that's kind of the, the thought or the perception in corporate. Um, and so, you know, I think it, it's changing a little bit, but I still think mm -hmm. that that's there for sure. Um, but, you know, sometimes the emotion side of things uh, is a benefit, you know, it really can, can help uh, to see a broader picture that you may not see when you're very, 
you know, one way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. I, I there's, um, you know, I invite, you know, women to be vulnerable in their business and their careers, because vulnerability is just saying, Hey, this is, this is who I am. Yeah. This is me. Yep. Okay. And asking so, for help. Yeah. Asking for help. I have some good days. I have bad days, but this is me. Yeah. And instead of trying to be this persona of we never have a bad day yeah. and we're super strong and nothing ever affects us when really uh, our customers are, you know, our, the, our teams, they want to know, they want to know the real us, right. you know, they want to know that, Hey, you have bad days and me too. And this is what I'm going through in my family. And we're there to say, me, I've been there, you know, I'm there. This is the real me. And that's what people want these days is they want people to be themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes, because we're all human and we need to show that human side of things, especially in yeah. our now virtual digital world that we're in. <laughs> I know, even more, right? Even more so. <laughs> Have you looked at your business expenses recently, specifically credit card processing fees? Do you understand what all of those fees are? As we get closer to 2023, now is a great time for businesses in every industry to take stock of their expenses. PolyPay is a payment processing services provider working with customers all over the US and in various industries. A 15 minute conversation can put your business on the path to saving money with the customer support you deserve. Learn more about the benefits of PolyPay by visiting creativemarketingaffiliate.com. So Pat, one of the things that I know you coach on is self-leadership. Can you talk mm -hmm. about what self-leadership mm -hmm. is? So self-leadership is, is your ability to actually pull yourself from the bootstraps and be able to deal with any circumstances that come your way. Knowing that you have the resilience and all the tools within you to be able to do it. Because what I understand about self-leadership is that in order for us to be able to be successful in, as an entrepreneur, you have to be able to lead yourself. True. In order to be able to be a leader to your other group, to, to your teams. But it has to, you have to lead yourself first and be clear about what it is that you want. Have the confidence, have your little practices that you go through that give you the focus and the self-compassion that we, we all need to um, move, move through our day and handle whatever comes our way, because we know how to lead ourselves through every circumstance. Yeah. And I think, you know, self-leadership almost ties in and you probably would agree that we'll see um, with self-care right? Because as a leader, if you don't take care of yourself first, then there's nothing left of you to take care of everybody else. And if you're in charge of, of a team or, you know, taking care of the businesses that you work for or taking, you know, there's nothing left of you if you don't take care of yourself first. So I know for me, that's like the huge, like a huge thing for me being a mother and entrepreneur and trying to be a leader for a team and, and growing a company. It's like, okay, I got to take a step back and remember, self-care <laughs> yeah no doubt i mean if you don't if I, I like this if you don't fill your cup first yeah you can't fill other people's cup so i am so glad that you bring that up because as women we need to live that every day even if it's just the little simple things like just really enjoying that cup of coffee and yeah. hearing the spoon you know in the coffee and then just taking that first sip and just 
giving yourself that time versus I better drink this cup of coffee before my meeting starts because yeah. from there I have to go X, Y, and Z and I need the <laughs> caffeine and blah, 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 blah. And you know, it's like, time, time out. out, time out. <laughs> now, those little moments of just being in the present and you know, having those flowers or picking up the phone and say, Hey, Tori, you know what? I had a really bad day. Can I just vent or tell me a joke? I need to laugh. You know, those little things with our friends really, really matter too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's so important. Laughter is huge. I I think it can solve so many problems. (laughs) (laughs) It can. And you know what? Laughing, even if you just do it for 30 seconds, changes your energy just like that. I mean, it's an immediate emotional energy change that um, if you could just get put that uh, that in your tool bag just before you go into a meeting or a phone call or you get on zoom or you yeah. go on a podcast is that you just laugh. <laughs> I can imagine all these entrepreneurs by themselves just cracking up right <laughs> like we're crazy people we're walking around laughing but hey, I love that you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> I love that because entrepreneurs are crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a certain personality to be an entrepreneur. It certainly does. Yeah. So, so Pat, when talking about self-leadership, so are there some best practices? Mm-hmm. Can you give us um, some advice on what yeah, to do? For, for sure. For you know, one of the things that, that uh, I have <clears throat> come to learn is that how I start my day makes the difference. Um, I, I cannot control what happens in the middle of my my day. All chaos can can break loose, and oh my God, you know your hair's on fire. But if I start my day grounded, focused on the three things that I need to do most: feed my soul, move, read a book, listen to a podcast, just from a mind, body, and soul. Start my day that grounded then I can get through the day. Yeah. I can get through the day because I know what I need to do for the day. I'm grounded and I'm connected, mind, body, and soul. So any response is coming from a bigger space than, re- than reacting, which is just coming from the head. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Having a routine in the morning that grounds you, gets you started in a very positive mood is very, very important. So would that be the first practice that you should implement is your morning routine? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is uh, doing a morning routine. And in the, uh, in the, when you get your, your day started is to be intentional about everything that you do. And so I'm, I'm very much into mindful leadership. And when you lead yourself, you want to be mindful. So, you know, when you get in, when you're going to get ready to go to a meeting, you're going to pick up a phone, you're going to make a phone call, you know, what is, the end result of that conversation or that meeting and being able to set the intention for that time frame and what you'd like to have occur or something better yeah. so that we're very mindful of our time and our energy. And we're asking, this is the way I want the podcast with Tori to go. I want us to have fun and just be relaxed and be ourselves and make a difference and live with intention Every day, every day, just setting that intention of how you want your day to unfold, the meeting, the conversation, whatever that is, and then let, uh, letting yourself detach from that and say, okay, whatever universe you're going to say, I'm asking for this, but I'm open to something better. 
And then just allowing, you know, allowing yourself to just go through the moment being in the present, right? Because being in the present is very important. That's where your power is. Yeah. Power in the present. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, do Mm -hmm. you see, I mean, I'm sure you coach a lot of people. uh, Do you see resistance to the self-leadership concept or are people pretty receptive to the, the idea? They're pretty receptive to the idea. Um, do they when have a hard give, time implementing it maybe? Like when you give people baby steps on doing it, then it becomes easy because you know, when you're leading yourself, if you're not used to it, then anytime you're learning something new, just like when you're getting on a bike, you don't know, you don't, you don't ace bike riding when you first get on the bike. Right. <laughs> so sometimes self-leadership is a new concept to women. Yeah. And, and it is because they've allowed other circumstances rule their day. Right. The email, the phone calls, family, society, social media, they allow that to be what runs their day. And what it should be is that you run your day. You get to make the choice. You're always at a point of choice in whatever you do. And remember that I said, remember, you're always at choice on what you do. You get to decide. You get to decide how your day unfolds. You get to decide who your customers are. You know, you get to decide what you want to sell your products at. You get to decide. And some of the women are like, oh my God, I'm not, you know, I haven't, I've allowed other people to make decisions for me. And when I get to decide, it's like, oh, yes, I do. You know, (laughs) I feel empowered today. I don't have to take that. I don't have to take that phone call. Or I don't, you know, you just, you just have this sense of, I get to decide who I work with, what I do, when I start my day, when I end my day, mm-hmm. and you're always in a point of power and a point of decision. And so that's a really important aspect of, of being, uh, of being a, a leader and leader in your shell, uh, self-leadership is that you always decide yeah. what happens in your day, always. Now, when we talk about that and we talk about, tell me how you, tell me how you run your day. And we talk about where does your self-leadership come in? You know, one of the conversations that we get stuck in is boundaries. Mm, For sure. Boundaries. (laughs) Okay. Tell me, what are your business hours? Well, I got into business because I wanted to be able to work from nine to five, be able to take my kids, blah, 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 here and there. And I go, is that what your day looks like? No. Are you talking about me? I feel like you're saying my story here. No. (laughs) (laughs) And so the self-leader part of self-leadership is setting your boundaries and boundaries about are about living your life according to your values Mm. and teaching people how to treat you. Right. Teaching people how to treat you. So that's one of the things about uh, self-leadership that we work on. And so I said, well, let's get you back to where you're actually honoring the workday that you've always had, right? So when we talk about boundaries and they say, well, you wanted a day you're in at five. Well, how, what time are you ending at seven? <clears throat> you know, they, oh, don't tell me that I have to end my day at seven, at five now going forward. I said, no, tomorrow, I want you to end your day at 6.55. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> then the next day at 6.50. And then the next day, and so it's baby steps. And they say, oh, okay, I can handle that. I can do that. So it's, 
boundaries are are so critical in your business and in your life and you know you get to decide what those are and actually implement them you know uh i think entrepreneurs one of the biggest challenges that that we have uh when we're getting started is not feeling like we have the ability or the opportunity or the control to say no or to set the boundaries because we're we're so trying to get everything going trying to get a business started trying to make money um that we are just taking any client that we can and it's not until you know for me it's like two three years in that you're like okay what's my core value? Who are the clients that I'm working with that really align with that? And if somebody comes to me and they don't fall into that category or they don't meet those criteria, then yes, I can say no, or I can say, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, I can refer you to somebody else. And so finding that kind of almost power within yourself, I think is very um, validating and very, just like empowering, right? Because yeah. not everybody's for you. You don't have to take every business that comes your way because you may not align with that company or you may not align with that person. And so knowing and finding that strength and that power and confidence in yourself to get to that point, I think is is a pivotal moment for entrepreneurs, business owners, and women. Yeah, primarily. I totally agree with you on that, Tori, because um, <clears throat> no is a complete sentence. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, sometimes we're afraid of what people are going to say or do if we say no. Yeah. We're afraid of that rejection and the funeral consequences. But the consequence of not saying no <clears throat> is that you end up doing something that you beat yourself over. And you say, why did I say yes to that? Mm-hmm. You know, this is, I don't have this time to do X. Why did I volunteer in the community do X, Y, and C. And so you get angry, you become bitter and angry at others, but it's really bitter and anger towards yourself Mm -hmm. because you commit, you really wanted to say no and you couldn't do it. You said yes. And now you're regretting it and you're paying a price for it. What do you tell your, your (laughs) clients that you're coaching if they're in a situation where, things started out fine and then they get to a point where you're clearly not aligning and you need to, to move on. Well, how do you, how do you handle that as an entrepreneur with, with clients that don't end up being what you had anticipated or expected in their business or with their clients, uh, with their clients, with their clients? Yes. So, um, you have, so first of all, ladies, I'm going to give you a permission slip to fire your clients. (laughs) <laughs> Pat said it, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll get an email address and she can send you the, uh, the confirmation. <laughs> so when it, uh, when it no longer becomes fun, you need to pivot. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it may not be a fun conversation to have, but it needs to be had. Yeah. You, you need to be able to say, you know, I'm feeling that there's not a fit. You know, I don't think I can make the impact that I would like to with you in moving your forward or towards your goals. And I think this is a time for us that for us to part ways and I can refer you or I can offer you blah, blah, blah. But I think we're at that point where it's no longer a Mm win-win. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and that kind of goes back to that self-care 
and self-leadership, right? Because you need to take care of yourself and, and what your mission and your goals are um, mm -hmm. so that you're working in your genius, you're working with people who make you happy and, you know, fulfill you moving forward. Right. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> we're all driven by a sense of satisfaction or success or delight. And that's what, what drives us is that level of satisfaction in our business. And when we don't have it, everything else gets really heavy. And we don't want to do it mm -hmm. and it becomes stressful and we're not aligned. So <clears throat> it's about, am I really aligned with what I'm doing? Because even as a, an entrepreneur, you're going to shift. You're going to find that what one avenue or one certain type of client, you've, you've outgrown that industry or you've outgrown the product or you've outgrown, you know, whatever in your business. And it's okay because that means that you're evolving and at some point you have to say, this business model is no longer working. I don't want to work with these type of clients. I'm going to pivot and do X, Y, and Z. And we, we need, we need to, as entrepreneurs, allow ourselves to make that pivot. Mm -hmm. I think you said something really important there that, that it's about evolving because sometimes I think what, what in our mind, if, if we're not uh, aligned with a certain client or industry and we want to pivot, there's almost, maybe it's a, a, us women, we feel guilt, like this is what I was doing and this is who I am, but it's okay. Like you just kind of almost gave us permission here. Like it's okay to evolve. You're evolving and you're growing. Mm -hmm. So you are going to shift and you are going to pivot. And so I love, I love that you said that because, you know, that's something that you don't really think about when you're in that stage of change, that change yeah. is okay, right? You're evolving. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing. It's growth. It's, it's good. moving it's forward. Good. It's not necessarily negative. It's not a bad thing. Um, it just, it's evolving. It just is. Right. Well, I remember when I, re when I retired from corporate <clears throat> and I said, I never want to be in corporate. I don't want corporate as a customer. I just want to work with entrepreneurs and professionals. And so I, I've been doing that for all along. And then I went into this contracts, <clears throat> uh, contracts and connections meeting. And it was a room full of corporate uh, procurement heads and women entrepreneurs who uh, wanted wanted to you know showcase their businesses, and I walked in and I said, "I belong here. Mm. I belong here. I've been missing this. Yeah. I understand this business. I understand corporate. I understand the management. I understand how they think. I understand why am I not paying back in the space, even if it's an, in a different role." I want to go back to corporate. And that just happened like four months ago that I said, I want to go back to the private sector as a consultant, not an employee, but as a consultant. And I, I had to come to grips with that. I had to say, I'm an expert in this. Why am I not tapping into an expertise that I have of 35 years? Why am I not willing to embrace that mm -hmm. to move my business forward? Yeah. You know, and so now I put together a, a, a course on mindful leadership to take into corporate. Um, I oh. was going to say, I was yeah. listening to a podcast um, by uh, Ed Milet, 
Mm-hmm. And he said something in the podcast, which was, it's basically talking about, you know, finding your space and how you figure out what you're doing um, in your business. And he said a quote that was so interesting and it keeps coming to mind for me, serve the person you once were. Yeah. And so <laughs> when you said that, that's exactly what came to mind because mm-hmm. it's like you once were this corporate mm-hmm. person, right? And so serving the person you once were you know, that helps you to give you guidance on who you should be helping and what you should be doing, what your purpose is. And so I always, I, I love that. It's so funny. It's been coming back to me. And so I'm going to have to do a shout out to Ed Milet. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, my story is exactly that, right. Yeah. Is to go back and serve the professionals uh, and the project managers and the managers that, and just when you said that, you know, it's just validation yeah. that I need to go, that I need to go do that. Yeah. You just gave me that validation that I needed to hear. Yeah. Oh, I love it. We're like, we're just ticking off. The, we're just checking boxes and we're just moving forward. We're giving each other permission, validation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so one of my last questions I had for you, and, I, and we kind of maybe touched on this a little bit, but the question was, why is it important to focus on the who versus the how when growing your business? So we've kind of touched a little bit on that, but I don't know mm-hmm. if you maybe want to expand a little bit. Yeah, more. I, I absolutely do want to expand on that because as entrepreneurs, we feel that we have to know everything. That we have to, we're, we have to know the operations, the marketing side of it, uh, the social media side of it. We have to know everything, the legal side of it. And we get, we can, we tend to get stuck. Or if we want to hire a BA to do a social, um, social media or some aspect, we tell ourselves, well, I have to know it first. Yeah. Before I'll hire a BA so I don't make mistakes and I hire the right BA. Well, when that's having to feel like you know it all, right? So when you focus on the who, saying who can help me open the door for me in corporate, who can help me with social media, who can help me on the legal side of it versus I have to know how to do this in order to be successful. I have to learn how, how to do X, Y, and Z before I'll hire uh, a, a VA in it. Move away from the how. Stay in your zone and what you're good at and everything else becomes who is the expert in this area. Mm-hmm. And who is the connection? And when you make that shift, man, you take a deep breath and you say, I wish I would have done this earlier. So it's the who that really moves you forward in your business. It's not the how. It's not knowing the how. Yeah. No. Yeah, because we can't be all things to all people, right? No. (laughs) And you can't know it all. Right. We're not built that way. We're we're giving us, we're all given a, a special gift. And that's why we went into business. And that should be where we stay is in, in, you know, opening up that gift even more, making more of a difference with that gift and let the who's work the other details. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's been a common thread in conversations I've been hearing and conversations I've been having in other podcasts is uh, find your zone of genius, right? And then figure out the who's who can help with the other things. (laughs) Yeah. and, And you'll get out of overwhelm. Yeah. By doing that, you'll get out of overwhelm right away. For sure. Yeah. And then you just overwhelm is them, right? Crippling. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, overwhelm is crippling because we're feeling that we have to know how to do everything. And it's just being when you find the who that you want to work, it's about being very clear on what you want them to do. Mm. This is my VA for social media. This is exactly what I want you to do. This is the kind of results that I want. You tell me what kind of support you need. I'll tell you what the end goal is and I'll, I'll do hands off and it's yours to run because you know how to do this. Right. And I don't. Yeah. yeah. That's the other part of it. And you do the how. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Well, you know, Pat, I feel like we could go on forever and like just talking about, you know, all of this stuff and the self-leadership and self-care and and women in business and, and, you know, just validating what we do and how we grow and evolve. And so I just want to, you know, thank you for your time today and any final parting words of wisdom that you can give us outside of all the wonderful nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I two things just do you. Yes. Just, just, just do you just be authentic stay in your lane. And we talked about boundaries and how important it is that, that you, your life can change and you just <clears throat> worked on your boundaries. And I have a gift for your audience. It's called, it's a, a gift from Pat, P-A-T.com. And it's about how to set boundaries in creating your ideal life. Mm. So this is a gift for your, for the other women entrepreneurs that we're hanging with, go to a gift from Pat and learn how to create boundaries because it'll change your life and your business. For you sure. You had one more. What's your other one? <clears throat> I love this, this mantra. I get better every day in every way. Yes. Get better every day in every way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Pat, thank you so much. I feel like, you know, I just had a, a, a personal session here and a, and a personal <laughs> hug all the way from California to Texas. <laughs> sending you that positive energy for Thank sure. Thank you. And then, so how can other people get in touch with you? I mean, we've got the mm-hmm. website for your gift for us, but uh, mm-hmm. you also have a book, right? And then tell us about your website and how people can yeah. reach out to you. So this is, this is my book on actually self-leadership. It's on self-leadership, mindful, uh, mindfulness and mindful leadership. And you can go to Catherine's quest which is the name of the title of the book and get the book from my website. It also comes with a journal and affirmation cards, which just makes a juicy gift and really a growth opportunity for you outside of just reading all the practices that I implemented when I wanted to heal myself from uh, breast cancer Mm -hmm. and be a better, be a better leader. They're, they're in here. And so Majestic Coaching Group is uh, my website. You can buy the book there by going to Catherine's Quest. I'm on LinkedIn under Pat Alba Craker and all the social media. And, um, you know, I'm here to make a difference with women. And so wherever I can do it, you know, just reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I highly encourage you to do that. Um, I think, you know, Pat is a huge resource and a great person to be connected with. Uh, wealth of knowledge uh, and inspiration for us women entrepreneurs and business owners. So thank you again, Pat, for your time and, and truly thank appreciate you. your pleasure. your message and uh, everything that you shared with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. It's an honor. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Visionaries podcast. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, or share with a friend. Also make sure to visit us online at creativevisionariespodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And stay tuned for more episodes to come. And remember, it's time to tap into your true potential and unleash your inner visionary.